Happy New Year, word nerds. Hello, 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 hello. Thank you for turning on this podcast. Yes, today is January 1st, 2021. Uh, in, well, we, we write it 1-1-21 or 1-1-2-20-21, however you want to say it or write it. Um, yeah, so, hey, let's go for a good year. Um, uh, let's see. I don't think I really have anything else special to say other than the fact that we are at the top of page 176. The first word is call in. Two words. This is a verb uh, from 1545. We are starting with transitive. One, to order, to return, or to be returned. As, 1A, to withdraw from an advanced position, as in, call in the outposts. 1B, to withdraw from circulation, as in, call in banknotes and issue new ones. 2, to summon to one's aid or for consultation, as in, call in a mediator. Quick, call in a mediator. We got a problem that needs to be fixed. Three, to deliver a message by telephone, as in, call in an order for pizza. I cannot remember the last time I ordered pizza for delivery. When, when was that? Wow, yeah, it's been a long, long time. Now we have intransitive, to communicate with a person by telephone. Call in sick is a phrase, which means to report by telephone that one will be absent because of illness. Uh, you know, these days uh, with technology, it's not always calling in by telephone, but we still use the same phrase. I'm calling in sick. Um, and, uh, you know, that could be with a message, an email, a phone call, whatever. Next is calling, C-A-L-L-I-N-G, noun from the 14th century. One, a strong inner impulse toward a particular course of action, especially when accompanied by conviction of divine influence. It is my calling to read you this book. Two, the vocation or profession in which one customarily engages. Three, the characteristic cry of a female cat in heat, also the period of heat. They, they make a uh, uh, the calling sound. Um, I don't think I've ever heard it, really. And then a synonym is the word work. What is your work? What is your calling? Maybe you're still trying to figure it out. I think I am. Next is calling card. You younger people probably have never heard this before. Uh, it's a thing that we used to use, um, although it looks like there's a few definitions. It is a noun from 1846. One, synonym is visiting card. Two, a sign or evidence that someone or something is or has been present. Uh, and then broadly, an identifying mark. Oh yeah, like the wet bandits in Home Alone, their calling card was, uh, what was it? Uh, stopping the sink and making the water run and so they flooded the house. That was just mean. It's bad enough that you got to rob them. Then you got to flood their house. Um, and then number three, a card displaying a number that can be used to charge telephone calls to a single account regardless of where the calls are placed. Yeah, that's what I first thought of when I thought of calling card. I had a calling card back in the day. Um, I took a trip and I didn't, there were no cell phones. I had no cell phone um, and I needed the calling card. So if I, you know, then you, it's just a, a place. It's, it's what it said. Stop babbling, Spencer. Next is calliope, C-A-L-L-I-O-P-E. This is a noun from the 14th century. Uh, let's see, you can also pronounce it calliope. 
Calliope. Yeah, that's the Calliope. Okay. Uh, but normally people say Calliope. Number one is capitalized. It is the Greek muse of heroic poetry. Uh, and then just a little background information. This is from the Greek word Calliope with a capital K. Uh, so yeah, I, I didn't know that. The Greek muse of heroic poetry. But what is what are other kinds of poetry that this Greek muse is not part of? Uh, what's the opposite of heroic? Sad poetry? I don't know what that means. Uh, so that's Calliope. Number two, a keyboard musical instrument resembling an organ and consisting of a series of whistles sounds uh, whistles sounded by steam or compressed air. Uh, I think there used to be or still is a calliope that goes down our 4th of July parade every year. Uh, it's on like the back of a truck or something. I don't know. There's a couple of instruments that are sort of similar. I think it's a calliope. Um, and then I think I could have this wrong. There is a John Linnell from They Might Be Giants has a song that may or may not be a calliope. I'll have to check with my sources on that one. Uh, but if I am correct, maybe I'll put in a, uh, a clip here. Next, we have Caliper with two L's. It is the chiefly British variation of Caliper with one L. Next is Calipigian. C-A-L-L-I-P-Y-G-I-A-N. Just double check the pronunciation. Calipigian. Uh, could also be Calipigus. Calipigus. Super Califigus Expialid... I don't know. It's in there somewhere. Uh, this is an adjective from circa 1800. It's a good one. Having shapely buttocks. Who knew that there was a word that meant having shapely buttocks? I did because somehow in high school I learned this word. I really have no clue how I learned it. Uh, but my friends and I would joke about this word. Uh, so let's see. This is from the Greek Calipigos with a K. Uh, which is from the prefix kali, K-A-L-L-I, plus the the word, um, let's see, is it pidge or pidgey, P-Y-G-E, and that means buttocks. So kali must be something like shapely or beautiful or something like that. So be nice, but you, you can use this word. Uh, but yeah, like I said, be nice only to somebody that you know and uh, maybe your friends, you can joke around with this word. Don't go up to some random person on the street and say, hey, you're Calipigian. Uh, next, we have Callisto, capital C-A-L-L-I-S-T-O, noun from the 14th century. A nymph loved by Zeus, changed into a she-bear by Hera, and subsequently changed into the great bear constellation. And this is from the Greek word Callisto. So that is some good mythology right there. Callisto. Next, we have Calithump. Yeah, it's pretty much spelled like it sounds. Noun from, uh, where is it? The 1950. A noisy, boisterous band or parade. A calithump. Calithumpian is an adjective. This is a back formation from the word calithumpian. Okay, so that came first. Uh, and that is an adjective alternative. I don't think that means adjective in this case. Uh, is alternative of the English dialect Galithumpian, which is a disturber of order at elections in 18th century, or it should say in the 18th century. So a Galithumpian disturbed elections, it became Calithumpian, and that, that just became uh, a Calithump is a boisterous band or parade. All right, next is call letters, two words, noun from 1912. 
The synonym is call sign, also two words which we will get to in the next episode. Next is call loan, two words, noun from 1852, a loan payable at the discretion of the borrower or on demand of the lender. Next is call number, two words, noun from 1876, a combination of characters assigned to a library book to indicate its place on a shelf. I think that would be similar to the the Dewey Decimal System. Would that be the call number of the Dewey Decimal System? Uh, Next, we have call off, two words, transitive verb from 1633. One, to draw away. Synonym is divert. Two, synonym is cancel. Next is call of nature. Maybe you could also say nature's call. Uh, Two, three words from 1741. The need to urinate or defecate. It's what it is. This is the call of nature. We are all here to what nature has to say. We have no choice in the matter. You got to sleep. You got to urinate and defecate and eat food. And it's just nature calling, saying, do this thing. Next is callosity. Callosity. Noun from 1578. One, the quality or state of being callous as 1A, marked or abnormal hardness and thickness. 1B, lack of feeling or capacity for emotion. And number two, we have the number one definition for the word callous, spelled C-A-L-L-U-S. Also will be in the next episode. But next is callous with an O-U-S. This is the first form adjective from the 15th century. 1A, uh, being hardened and thickened. I think my feet are fairly calloused. Uh, 1B, having calluses, as in callous hands. Uh, 2A, feeling no emotion. 2B, feeling or showing no sympathy for others. Synonym is hard-hearted. So that's, it's two words that sound very similar. Hard, H-A-R-D, hearted, H-E-A-R-T-E-D, like your heart is very hard, and you are callous. Callously is an adverb, callousness is a noun, and uh, that's good for that. Now we have the second form of callous, transitive verb from 1834, to make callous, as in hands calloused by hard manual labor. Next is call out. Uh, This is just one word. Uh, noun from 1887. One, the act or an instance of calling out. Two, an or an often bordered inset in a printed article or illustration that usually includes a key excerpt or detail. And then lastly, we have call out two words, transitive verb from the 15th century. One, to summon into action, as in call out troops. Two, to challenge to a duel. Uh, number three, to order on strike, as in call out the workers. So today we had call in, calling, calling card, calliope, caliper, calipigian, callisto, calithump, call letters, call loan, call number, call off, call of nature, callosity, callous, call out, and call out. Well, there were definitely a couple of good ones here, but of course I have to pick calipigian as the word of the episode. Uh, because, well, it's just a funny uh, w- definition, and there's a f- it's funny that there's a word that means this in the first place, uh, and I just have a personal connection to it because in high school, my friends would joke about this word. Um, so how do we do this song thing? 
Um, yeah, let's see. You got a shapely buttocks. You got a shapely buttocks. If you got a shapely buttocks, then people can call you cal... cal- oh, this did not go well. People can call you Calipigian. Calipigian. You're not a pigeon, but you got a nice butt. Calipigian. Thank you very much for listening. This has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.